Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It gives me great comfort that this So You Think You Can Dance All-Star is in studio with us today. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. I'm pretty punny, aren't I? You guys, <laughs> welcome to our second episode of To The Point with Kristen Burt, presented by Dance Network and Popcorn Talk. We are so excited to have this season 14, So You Think You Can Dance All-Star. And I, I called it our friendiversary, our five-year friendiversary. Five Comfort for Doki. What's up? Woo-hoo. Welcome. Ooh, the applause. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited you're here because I have so much to ask you. And we tried to, I want to let everyone know, this is what a good friend comfort is we tried to make this happen for the test show yeah it, yes we did. and she said yes you know not knowing what it was going to be and what's going to happen or anything else like that your schedule was crazy my yes. schedule was crazy we, they didn't align but i appreciate you making the effort to try Absolutely. and make it happen you my girl man <laughs> five year anniversary five year friendiversary friendiversary <laughs> hashtag i know oh, i know it is sweet isn't it, isn't it? i love that I know. (laughs) Well, this is like a whole hour kind of like about you and your dance career and and your dreams and your hopes. And and I kind of love being able to sit down and do this because, you know, we've done a lot of So You Think You Can Dance talk over the years and things like that. But I know you're working on so much more. But we're going to start from the beginning. Okay, let's do it. Let's Let's do it. it. Let's let's round it up. And, you know, one thing that I thought was really interesting, um, and I, I was like, I've never talked about this with comfort. You were born in Texas, but you spent some years in Nigeria. Yes. Yes. Well, okay. So I was born in Fort Worth, Texas, mm-hmm. and it got it kind of got like you know mixed up for how long I I was staying in Nigeria. But I went to Nigeria. Let's say I was maybe four years old, mm-hmm. maybe four years. Old. I can't really remember. So I was there for a little bit, and it was there. I was there because my my father wanted me to understand the language, the culture. My grandmother, I call her my onyoseme, and uh, my onyoneme, my grandmother, my grandfather, so they can be able to just understand just uh, the culture and the I guess how you speak to elders in the respect form of it and even though I was young it was so embedded in me by the time I came back home I was just like where am I? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Are we still in Africa? Or <laughs> like, you were around eight when you returned? No, 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 no. I wasn't eight. No, it was. It was. I think that kind of got mixed up somewhere. Somewhere, okay. somewhere in the the world, they said that. But I was only there for like a year. Like I was not there oh, for that long. But it felt like it was so long because of of how much I learned and and how um, how different the world was then. Like in in perspective of what America is in in comparison to being in Nigeria, where, like, some things aren't um, a luxury, like, that we have out here, like, lights. <laughs> You're like, I mean? hey, I know, we don't like, even lights, think about that. You know what I mean? And it's uh, it was very different. My, my dad told me when I came back to America, my dad was like, I said, what are all these lights? <laughs> like, what are all these lights doing? Turn off these lights, y'all are burning the bill. Like, like I'm like, what? what? You're five years old. What are you talking about? But you were young enough that I was you young didn't enough. remember what life was like before in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you went to Nigeria. Yeah. Do you think that that's something you still carry with you? Like, it's ingrained Absolutely. in you? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's still ingrained in me because my father is still raised, even though I was born here and raised pretty much here. I was raised with the Nigerian culture and the Nigerian mentality, the food, um, so I can cook the food and all this other stuff. So I was raised, like, and around some of them, because in Dallas, Texas, there's a lot of Nigerians, actually. I didn't know um, that. Yeah, there's a lot of Nigerians that live in Dallas, Texas. A lot of them end up coming to Houston or Texas, um, Houston or Texas, Houston or Dallas at some point. Um, I don't know why, but it, the cost of living is lower. And things are starting to go up now because, you know, everyone's starting to catch the drift. But yep. the cost of living is, is incredible. Um, so a lot of people go there. That's fascinating. See, and I was like, I don't think I knew this. It was just one of those things that I'm like, I have to ask her about that because it's got to be one of those things. It's so influential on who you are and yeah. how you carry yourself uh, True. forward. 
True, absolutely. And and it's so great because a lot of people even think that uh, my name is a stage name. Comfort is my stage name. And I'm like, no, it's actually my real name. And then when I say it's such a common name in Nigeria, actually. So if you meet anyone whose name is Comfort, normally nine times out of ten they're from Nigeria. So my grandmother's name is Comfort. Um, so yeah, and uh, every, I know so I actually know a few people named Comfort. It's a little weird. But I like to be I like to be special. So it feels a little weird. You're special. <laughs> you are the only Comfort I yeah, know. So right. you are special but to me. But it is. But it's like it's a common name like Brittany or Kristen. Yeah, Kristen. <laughs> There's lots of Kristens out there. Let's talk about your training because this was another thing. I, and I went back and watched our old AfterBuzz TV yeah. interview the very first time you came on, which was season nine, and just talking about your training. And you're like, I had two and a half years of formal training because mm-hmm. you started out as an athlete. Yes. Dancers are athletes. Let's not let's qualify that. Yeah. But you started off in track and field. Yes, absolutely. It was my passion. I wanted to go to the Olympics. It was just, there was nothing else above running. Um, so I started when I was like six or seven and my dad is a runner. He's really fast. He's still fast. I've tried to compete against him one time and he dusted me. So I'll never do that again. <laughs> okay. So, so, so yeah, I started off in, in, um, track and like just sports period. I was just a big, huge tomboy. And when it came down to things like that and dance, honestly, was secondary. I didn't have any rhythm. I only knew how to do the electric slide. That was all my whole thing. That's all I needed to know. Mom taught me electric slide. I did it to every Janet Jackson song, and that was it. And so, like, so like up until the point of, I feel like, when I got hurt um, by my freshman year in high school is then when I decided to put, you know, track on the back burner. Things just didn't work out. Like, you know, life just switched and changed, mm-hmm. and the four-by-one team that we did have, the four girls that we had that were the, like, all-star team, we all kind of dispersed and went to different schools and a lot of drama, a lot of things that happened in the city. You know, it's just a, it's a lifestyle. So things just didn't work out that way, but dance was, like, my second hobby because I, as I was getting into my track and loving my sport and wanting to, like, you know, actually have that as my career, getting scouted by people in middle school, mm-hmm. so dance was my second love because it was just starting to be this thing that I could actually express myself in a different type of movement type of way. So I was able to kind of, you know, bring them together a little bit. And you were kind of self-taught at that point, right? You yeah. weren't studying. No. There was, was no like, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there was no YouTube. Oh, God. <laughs> YouTube was just starting, actually. Well, around that time. By the time I got, like, 15 or 16, YouTube was starting to just be a thing where people were just placing things on online or whatever. So we were starting to see a little bit more things around yeah. the world. Um, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was more of a self-taught situation. I just watched... You know, um, Velvet Rope was my favorite to watch. Um, Janet Jackson's Velvet Rope. I love Janet Jackson. In Sync, Madison Square Garden. Don't get me started. There. <laughs> Loved me some Justin Timberlake. Knew GT. that in time. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. My first talent show was It's Gonna Be Me, and I knew that dance from top to bottom. <laughs> and that Amazing. Was, and and I did it. And that was and I think that was actually the day in 7th grade when I did the It's Going to Be Me talent show and I did it. My mom said, "If no one's going to dance with you, be a one man show." So I just found an outfit that looked just like Justin Timberlake's outfit, bedazzled my bandana and and went on stage and did it and the applaud that I had and like everyone standing up and screaming and that type of like reaction I had for just being this person, one person on stage, is the day that I think I was like, oh, wow, I think I love dance just as much as I love the sports. You became a performer that I day. Did. I did. I did. It was the birth of... It was the birth. No, but it is that you have that, like Oprah always says, you have that aha moment. That mm-hmm. was yours. Yeah. That's kind of amazing. Now, I know for high school, you did go to performing arts high school. And I that's did. where you got... Like professional right. After training. four different high schools, I went to four different high schools, and then I finally landed into Booker T. Washington because you had to um, you had to audition to get in there. So then I had to go to um, a couple of schools. Um, I went to an, I went to another high school before going to Booker T. just to wait to get accepted or not. Mm-hmm. And I also had to go to this Dallas Black Academy, which was also a place where they trained the um, students who wanted to go to the school as well. So wow. I took like a summer there before I actually went to hopefully get into the school. But my dad, you know, I think the story goes all over the place. But my dad had lied to me and told me there was hip hop at the school, and there was no hip hop. Cause that was the only reason why I was like, yeah, cool. great, sure, <laughs> I'll learn some of all this other stuff as long as hip hop there. I was like, good, yeah, no hip hop. 
lied to me. But it's fine because I tried what I did by the time I got into the school. I uh, was forming crews and groups of girls together. We were a group I had called the Aaliyah's Angels when Aaliyah passed away. I loved her. She was a big, you know, part of, yeah, she was a big part of my. I feel like my upbringing of style and music and stuff like that. So I had formed groups. I formed like a step team crew. Like I just did anything to try to implement hip hop at the school. Um, did did the did the staff care or want to you know help it more? I mean here or there, you know what I mean. Like it's such a it's one of those schools that was very strict about like contemporary like ballet, ballet jazz and then we had african which was great mm. african class was amazing um but when it came down to any other element of, of dance you kind of had to make it happen for yourself and that's what i did and it was great they gave us that that freedom i think that's so funny because now they'd be like we want crews we need crews <laughs> girl crews guy crews yeah. mixed gender crews whatever yeah, we need all of it it's so different you <laughs> now, know now the, give now me some so crews <laughs> now it is different but two and a half years there and um I, I felt, I guess, prepared in what I did, but I actually ended up loving and respecting all forms of dance because of it. And I didn't just only have this mindset of just hip-hop only. When you're dropped into that ballet class, though, where you're like, what am I doing? For Even just for a moment. I mean, it is so different. There's a lot less freedom. There's so much more <sighs> discipline in terms of, like, you're at the bar and you're in this position and your hair's in a bun and that's that. And it's hard. It's it hard. looks easy, but it is hard. Like, first off... Those tights and the leotard. When I first jumped in that, I was like, I don't know what y'all think this is, but I'm not wearing this all day. Like it was just, it was, it was like my first instinct. Um, but it's it it was just only because I wasn't necessarily that comfortable with showing my body yeah. like that. You know, I was very much a clothed person. If there was one thing you saw about me, it was like showing my stomach because I thought I was like TLC or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was the closest to I got it. But it, it is. It is one of those things to get dropped into that world um, and and truly just try to embrace it the, the most you can and the best you can. Um, and I guess the short like hour and a half or whatever. And then yeah, I, I it was a little bit tough because I was so used to always being good at something that it felt like I was always either trying to catch up. It was like mm-hmm. that catch up moment. And that's how it also felt when I ended up getting on the show for So You Think after that was, it was like, ah, oh. I just felt like I was trying to like find that technique again. <laughs> I, you know, I have to say though, I, I mean, your natural athleticism, you have a gift because not many people can just be like, oh, I did two and a half years of training and now I'm on So You Think. I mean, like, it, yeah, it, yeah. It <laughs> you, you are so lucky because I would be someone that would be like, I've had 35 years of training and I still haven't made it to So You Think. Like, <laughs> I feel you <laughs> No, it's true. So, yeah, uh, I, I mean, it's really a tribute to like what your body's capable of and what you were born to do. It's amazing. Yeah, you have to innately want it. Like, you just have to, it's just, it is innately in you to like I feel like this rhythm um, that I have being from Nigeria honestly my dad actually has incredible natural rhythm like he doesn't like dan- he doesn't give you a five six seven eight but he'll give you a couple of drops like out of nowhere like, I got like oh, oh bow oh, oh bow like, <laughs> and my mom is honestly the dancer my mom is honestly a really amazing uh, groover and dancer and so I feel like it was almost destined to you know, to to be my I guess the direction, the directional pool of where yeah. I'm going. Um, but I just didn't see it coming yet until it just happened. Yeah, because you're like, I'm going to the Olympics. Yeah, that's I'm going to the Olympics. Path. I'm going be the best hurdler in the world. And I was just that's all I wanted. Yeah, to do. and life's <laughs> like we're gonna throw you a curveball that you're not expecting. Yeah, yeah. And what a good curveball it wound up being. It it is an amazing, amazing curveball. It really is. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. So you think audition because uh, you got in on the first try, right? I you, did. You didn't go year after year like some contestants have to. Yeah, it was a surprise. I honestly went with no expectations. It was just very much so. Like I have nothing to lose. There's nothing to lose. Nothing comes to Dallas. Um, Were you watching the show like seasons one um, through three? I had seen season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't seen the seasons beforehand. I was I wasn't very much of a TV person. I was out in the dance streets and or like track streets or I was out all the time. You were working. Like, I was always just working, Dancing, hustling, working. Um, going to school, 
teaching because I was also teaching, just having that money on the side and like working. So it was my hustle was crazy. Um, so I only like caught like here and there from season three, and I thought it was a very interesting show. I was like, oh snap, this is great, blah blah blah. And then when I found out that it was coming the next season to um, SMU, it was one of those things that um, a couple of my god brothers and a few of my best friends was just like, yo, let's just go, let's just go. I'm like. All right, by that time, I was already out of high school for, like, a year, maybe. And so I was going to college, and I was supposed to, like, you know, I was going to college to go to um, journalism and broadcasting. I wanted to, like, switch it completely. You're going to sit here. Yeah, I wanted to. <laughs> I actually wanted to um, be more of a, I actually wanted to be, like, a news broadcaster, not a news broadcaster, a sports broadcaster. Oh, yeah. Um, because I just loved, obviously, I just loved sports. So I kind of wanted to go down that field and see if I, if I couldn't do track. I wanted to see if I can somehow be a part of the sports, sports yeah. world. Um, then all of a sudden the show came and I didn't get a chance to finish school because it literally just was, I had, I had no expectation. I literally tell people all the time too, when they get nervous, it's like, if you just kind of just jump in it and just allow yourself to just be who you feel like you are within the dance, that's all they can pick. Like all this, all they can touch and understand and be like, you know what, we need this for the show or we don't need it for the show. Yeah. And I, I pretty much just came in with that same idea. I had support from friends and family. And I went to Vegas and I was like, are you sure? Oh, in Vegas, I'm on top 20? Oh, and I'm just crazy. I'm just like this like untrained, unfiltered You're person, like, I have no idea. which I feel like that was my perfect year. I think they just wanted unfiltered, untrained, ridiculous personality because we had so many personalities on that season. It was an incredible season. It was an ca- incredible cast. It casted that season really well. Yeah, I, I think it's one of the legendary seasons. And you know that there's a great like clip out there floating on the internet that literally Nigel going, you are the best hip hop dancer we've yeah, ever seen on the show. Yeah, I was like, it's my braces. Was Was that a prepared solo, or did you just kind of freestyle? No, I just kind of went up there. I just just went up there. I just said, let me throw a leg in. I remember, I was like, wow, leg, bow, boom, boom, boom. And crump around that time um, was huge, and I was really into crump. Me and my my godbrothers were very much into crump. And... uh, and so that's kind of what I prepared my solo around. And, that, and that's honestly still where my dance comes from. And I just winged it, to be quite honest. I never, I used to never come with anything prepared. It was just more so about how I felt at the moment. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm the opposite of that. I'd be like the type A, like, I've had my solo for six months. And <laughs> totally opposite. This is funny. Well, and then you're in Vegas. And this is the thing. You're going through lots of styles. You're going yeah. through jazz and you're going through, like, yeah. ballroom. There's a great, actually, Marissa, if you can pull it up, there's a great ballroom photo that it's on the Fox website. It's on the press site. Oh, really? Doing ballroom from the show. And I was like, this is amazing. Wait, who, me? You, yeah. Oh, God. From your wait, season. Wait, was it, was it when I was with... With, uh, was I dancing with Josh? Yeah, I think so. I think I was, I was, I was the monitor's not on, so I can't see it, but right, it's yeah, it was, hilarious. It's, and I, I was like, okay, great, thank you. We're gonna, um, I'm gonna send it to you okay, because perfect. you should have this in your archives. It's like the ballroom shoes. Oh, but yeah, was there might it? even be tights involved. I'm not even oh, sure. Oh, snap! Wait, was it was it during Vegas week or is it when I was on the show? You were on the show. Oh, it was. Oh, I had a. They just. It was Chris. You were dancing with Chris, I think. Okay. So I was probably in, it wasn't the bra panties and beads situation, was it? Was it the bra panties, beads? It was a jive. I had the jive, which was hilarious, but I, like, I pulled my shoulder out of place from that routine. They gave me, that was the last time they gave me anything with, like, no clothes on. And then after that, I was, like, fully clothed from, like, neck down to the ankle. Like, it was, like, like, it's full clothes. Ankle. Ah. I don't want to see any flesh. Any flesh. (laughs) Nothing. She is a smooth waltzer. Like, and that's all I did after that was, like, the Viennese waltz, smooth waltz, like. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this, but I just, you know, it's been a while since season four, so I was like, I have to save this photo and give it to you, because. (laughs) Please do. Please do. And I told this to to Sandra last uh, week, I was like, Fox has kept all the archives of the photos from all the seasons, which Mm -hmm. is amazing, because usually um, networks scrub the press sites after each season happens, so Dancing with the Stars happens, it gets scrubbed. I'm expecting the same thing to happen with World of Dance, it gets scrubbed. They have everything from season one all the way through season 14 now. Ooh, that must be Oh, incredible. it's a treasure trove. It's a, tre- it's a treasure trove. <laughs> it's so genius. That's why I was like, look at this bottom photo. <laughs> I have to see it. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> now, what were, I mean, what was your family thinking, your godbrothers, when you were like, I'm going to top 20, I'm going on So You Think? They like, were just like, yo, Dallas is on the map. Like, it was just, it was honestly just, it was just such support 
it was just uh, a journey that I never thought that I would be just, you know, jumping into just at my age of 19 at the time. It was just very a new world, but it almost felt like I was ready for it. It almost felt like this was supposed to happen and I was waiting for this and I just didn't know when it was going to happen, the timing. And so I was almost not that I wasn't prepared, but I was just caught off guard with how quick everything was happening because I've never I mean I've done TV stuff when I was in Dallas because we called ourselves like mini superstars there because we had like this dance uh, show out there called Dance Club 21 uh-huh. which was um, kind of like Dance 360 this used to be a there used to be a show out here called Dance 360 where um, Kel Mitchell was the host of it and it was like taggy man taggy man taggy man ta-. and it was it was great it was great you should look it up it was a great show <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so into it <laughs> but it was a show that was like that that they had in for local dancers in dallas and so we had got on the show and it was like that was our little i guess city fame so that was like the closest that i had to wanting to make dance a career so when all of a sudden on a national level when so you think came I, we all were like let's try it. And then when I was the one out of all the, uh, my dance brothers to make it, it was just, everyone felt like they, they, everyone felt like they succeeded and they made it as well. Your success was their yeah, success. That's it was so great. wonderful. And you know, I went back and I was like, gosh, season four, you know, we always talk about it. It's like the legendary season. I mean, just throwing out names. If you guys are young enough and you miss season four, <laughs> you need to go on YouTube Please. and just take a look. I mean, you have to Twitch, of course, mm-hmm. Joshua Allen, Courtney Galliano, who's now Courtney Pratt, yeah. uh, Chelsea Hightower, um, Mark, of course, Kanemura, Carrington Payne, yes. Katie Sheen, William Wingfield, um, even, you know, Thane Jasperson, if you don't he's know a, his name, Ham, yeah, he's in Hamilton, Hamilton on Broadway. Hamilton. Killing it. Tons of Broadway shows. I mean, killing I think it. he also did Newsies. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he's No, he's killing really it on the Broadway. Well. We always knew that he was just, he has this personality that is so infectious. Beautiful human being. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, you know, it's just one of those seasons when they cast right mm-hmm. um, it, and it happens. I also felt like season 10 was like that for me as well. Just watching the cast. I was like, yeah. I just love everyone on here. And that's what I felt like with season four. Oh, thank you. And I hope this season does the same thing. Well, yeah, I'm, I know, I know. I'm like, we're trying, we can only talk in abstracts about season 14, but I, I will say that the cast list, which is embargoed, and we are not allowed to talk about it today, um, otherwise we will get phone calls from Fox publicists. And, we I, don't, and I don't want to hear them. I don't she hear doesn't want to hear it. I don't I'm like, I do uh, get, ignore, this ain't nothing. <laughs> not only are they following, they let me, the Fox publicists last season let me know that they're following me on not only Instagram, but also Twitter. Um, they read all, right. all my articles, and I have gotten phone calls from them saying, hey. <laughs> they're hey. not mean about no, it. They're, they're not. super sure. nice, but they're like, just get rid of that, or don't say that, or whatever. Right, I'm like, right. okay. <laughs> and you know, one time I was like, but Nigel told me. He said it was okay. And they're like, all right, if Nigel told you. Right. Because he was like, you can tell everyone that Mary Murphy's coming back. So I'm like, I can tweet it out. He's like, yeah, let's get us both in Isn't trouble. Isn't that awesome, though? Yeah, so I'm like, Mary Murphy's coming back. Mary Murphy was probably like, what the heck? I didn't even get the tweet. What the heck is this girl saying I'm coming back? It's my news. <laughs> But it's like, you heard it here first. You did. You did. Um, but just talking about season four, and I, I want to just explain, because I you know, I want dancers that don't, don't necessarily know what happened to you in season four, because you were voted off, and then Brought you came back, back and, and then you were voted, voted off, off again. again. <laughs> and, and the statistics, you have the most consecutive appearances in the bottom three-fourth than any yep. other contestant. Yep. Um, it was six times in total, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, you were eliminated in week five, and then Jessica King was injured, so you were brought back, and then you were eliminated in week seven. So for people to understand, like, this career is really hard. Entertainment industry is hard. You, I can look at your season and be like, well, you know what? She didn't win. She wasn't a runner-up. Darn it, you're an all-star, and you've been an all-star for a really long time. And yep. it means that, like, Jeff Thacker, the executive producer, has mm-hmm. seen something in you, and he knew it the whole time. Yeah. There's a reason for that. It's so true. I've, I was at the bottom every week. Besides the first one, when I had my bra panties and beads, <laughs> maybe so that was the key. That, that was the key. I was like, "Can you give me a couple more bra panties and beads outfits and uh, numbers?" Um, but no, it was after that week. It was every week at the end, at the bottom, and I never understood why. It, and I just didn't. I didn't get it because sometimes either the comments wasn't either directed towards me or it was directed towards my partner. And you know, when one goes down, you both go down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was. It was a challenge. It was a challenge being that underdog every time, trying to like. And at that time. 
time you had a you had a dance for your life. So every week I'm just like, what song? What song? All right, let me pick. And after a while, it became so common that I was just like, bottom. All right, cool. All right, my song's track number two. Like, <laughs> like I got it. I got it. Fine, fine. I'm in or out, whichever. And it just started becoming just this thing where I wasn't. I didn't let it get me down because I knew it was already such a down moment that if I negatively put my head in that space, then I'm just going to tumble down with it. It's going to be a spiraling effect, you know? And so you never want to feed negative with negative. So I just kind of had this like mentality of just saying, you know what? You're a fighter. You do this. This is what you do. You compete. You battle. I battle. I'm a battler. Mm-hmm. And um, so so that wasn't, I wasn't afraid of it. I was only just making sure that I wanted to fight for my life every single time. And and when I look back at it, I wish I was a little bit more, I don't know, I, I, we always look back at our, our stuff and like, like oh, you know, like, <laughs> you know, and there's a part of me that does that. But I do feel like then I, I just had such a spirit to just say, ah, if it's for me, it's for me. If it's not, it's not. So then when I finally got kicked off um, by top 12, yep. I got kicked off by top 12. Um, it was sad. I was so sad a little bit because I because I actually danced for my life. Like I really like went in. I did some like super Dallas stuff. Like it was just like never ah! seen this. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you know when you like go for it and you know you and you think you have it and then I think it was just maybe one time too many. You know, and um, they just kicked me off. But I would never forget. I think a lot of people don't know this story either. Um, this part I'm going to tell you is that um, the day that um, I was in the hotel. After I got kicked off, I was in the hotel to go back, and they said I had e-television, all these different, you know, news to go talk to the next day or whatever. And my dad called me from Dallas and was just like, and he's a very spiritual, deep being, and and he was just like, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Big accent. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's just like, don't worry, I don't, I don't believe you are done. I don't believe. And I'm like what and he was just like i have this feeling be strong be strong and and just stay positive to know that this is not it this is not it for you and i'm just like okay all right dad bad timing i don't know this is it i'm You're like I'm, I'm 19 it's um like- this is it i got kicked off i'm at a hotel i'm not at the show anymore like but i hear you so it was hard to hear like you know someone try to tell you know give you this positive feedback but then all of a sudden i'm just like all right you know what's for me is for me is what's meant meant to be and so all of a sudden i get right after i get off the phone with him i get this call and i get a call from jeff and and um production i, I can't remember who exactly it was maybe it was jeff and it was just like are you still here like are you still here and i'm like yeah 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 i'm still here and they were like well there's a situation that has happened so we might need you to come back and i was like so i didn't know the situation i didn't I had no clue what was going on mm. so we had to cancel the the interviews and then um i went back to cbs or i went back to the area and then i ended up finding out what ended up happening where i had to end up being started back into the show and jessica was hurt so it sucked because jessica was hurt right that was tough i was like what but she was she's been hurt from the um i guess the disco number that she had did beforehand or a, a number that was pretty crazy that her and did. yeah that was tough that had her ribs hurt like that was actually bruised it to a point where she shouldn't actually have been dancing for the next episode coming up mm-hmm. um so yeah it just i ended up just coming back on the show out of nowhere and it was a bittersweet situation yeah and but yet it was almost meant to be because i ended up doing one of the memorable routines with twitch that would have been her and jessica um that used to be would have been twitch and jessica that now ended up being me and twitch which I just watched today. And uh, Laura, who, Laura Dance, uh, I can't think of your handle right now, but you know who I'm talking about. She tweeted out this number today. And, oh, and I yeah, retweeted yeah, it. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that. And yes. I saw that. It was the purple. And I had the glass. And yes. So if you guys haven't seen it, it's on my Twitter feed. Just scroll down. It is so great. Um, and it really is one of those classic numbers. Yeah. And it, it, and it was, it was Dave a, Scott, right? Yeah, it was a Dave Scott number. and it, But it was also one of those moments to tell yourself to never truly give up on a an idea or a moment because you just never know when life switches and changes and you have to be prepared and ready for that switch and change, whatever it is. It's a, it's a really great point, and I hear from contestants all the time, like, especially some of the, the 10, 11, season 12, they come later on to me, and they're always like, I wasn't myself. I didn't feel good. I was nervous. And, and I, in some ways, it makes me sad because it's such a great opportunity, um, so you think you can dance, and 
they, they see those opportunities, but I, I want them to enjoy the opportunity yeah. because it's so special and it's like the special summer and, you know, even just being backstage last year with all the kids was super fun. And so I hope that the contestants this year realize like this is going to be a time you're going to remember. Yeah. But you have to really stay true to the moment and just take take it for what it is and just allow it to take you where you sh- you're supposed to be or not. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just and a shake journey. off a bad week. Just yeah, shake it just off. Shake it off. Yeah. Just shake it off because you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> really. And you don't know what's going to happen. That's yeah. why I always I'm like, look at these stats, you guys. These are not great stats for comfort, but look where she is. <laughs> but look but look where I'm at. Like I, I said, just don't give up. Never, ever give up just because you are or appear to be an underdog in a certain situation and everything is against you. Down, down, down. Like... It doesn't matter. It's what's for you is for you. As long as your energy can like can topple over what is trying to what's trying to bring you down, um, you know, victory always kind of uh, succeeds. Yeah, it's a great metaphor for life, honestly, because yeah. we're, we're always faced with challenges. Um, season four, you guys are like rock stars. Woo! When you're done with the show, how like you're you're out in the world? What do you do? Like, where do you go? How do you get yourself together? Uh, after the season, we went we went straight to tour mm-hmm. and tour practice and all stuff. And for some of us, especially for me, this is just like a life that I just I I'm about to see the world. Like I'm rock about to star. see what city to city. Oh my god, that was incredible! Nothing could have gotten me prepared for that. To be quite honest, were you guys doing the stadiums at that point? Because yeah, we were doing stadiums. They were doing we were doing stadiums, stadiums. guys, not smaller theaters. We're not we're not even talking about like small stadiums. We're talking about like sold out, like not even like cut off here and there. Just this is no, 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 full stadium, full stadium, full stadiums, and it was incredible. We were like, yo, y'all coming to see us? Jay-Z ain't popping out right now. Beyonce ain't popping <laughs> Ain't nobody coming to the nope. feature. No, it's just us. No, Janet. No. And and that that put my that put my whole life into a different perspective because it was like we truly are being accepted as artists, not just as dancers. But you know what I mean? We are we are artists. You are coming to see us tell you a story and you are sitting here eating popcorn as you watch us speak to you through our movement yeah. and and have you either be up or down in emotion or um, you, you somehow connect to the piece because you have a similar situation that happened to you and so now you're you're uplifted from her piece. It's just it's incredible what dance can do in such a huge on a, such a huge platform and and it just I guess it put all of us in a um, a different headspace to know who we are and what our worth is and after the show it turns into it, it gets tough because when you have that type of luxury you come off of that <laughs> and you ain't got no stadiums and nobody screaming at you anymore after that like some of these uh, choreographers is like next <laughs> like I are you was on TV oh that's cute <laughs> so are all these other dancers. Maybe not on So You Think, but right. they've been on other. They've been in movies and shows. Yeah, and yeah. So then you. So then you have to learn how to come out of that headspace as well. Did and you move right to LA? I moved after tour? right to LA with Courtney. Courtney. We love Courtney Galliano. We were Courtney, Katie Sheen, and Chelsea Hightower. We all found a place together. It was crazy. That must have been the most fun apartment. <laughs> it was so silly. <laughs> It was so silly. <laughs> the stories those walls could tell you. Oh man, so it's on the internet. So hilarious. Katie <laughs> Sheen, I and Courtney, we just had like too much fun. Just dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Was Chelsea going right into dancing with the stars at that point too? Or um, she had like Yeah, yeah. She, she went in early. She actually didn't she actually she went in right after I feel like she was able to get her like contract like switched and changed because Dancing with the Stars wanted her. They were like, you, now. Yeah. And she just rolled right into yeah. that. Isn't that nice? It was incredible. Lucky for her. Yeah. I mean, to be like, I'm moving to LA and I get a job. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. We supported her so much for that. Oh, too. that's so great. That's so great. Now, when season seven came back, which was a format change, which is kind of funny because it's now kind of similar to the format that we have now oh, with, yeah. with All Stars. Yeah. When do you when did you get that phone call and they're like we want you to be an all star where you're like really 
Yeah, I was. I, Have you seen my stats? I was like, <laughs> do you see what happened? You, you see, you do. <laughs> and it was, but you know what? I was working so hard after that. Like after I got off the show and then I got off the season, like um, I I became part of a um, a crew, a dance crew, mm-hmm. um, and I was just training and just bettering myself. And a lot of and I and I and we keep we keep in touch with like Jeff. We call him Papa Jeff. You know what I mean? So he yeah. keeps in touch with us. He sees who's working and who's making sure they're you know elevating in their craft you know and i just all i kept on doing i didn't know what was going to come i didn't know what was to come i'm in la i a home away just too far away from home you know and just trying to understand this lifestyle out here and when that call came in to do that i was ready i was like yeah what (laughs) (laughs) if i'm about the second chance oh yeah and i don't have to get kicked off Count, Count me, me in. in. <laughs> and Courtney's joining you, too. I mean, you've had a long friendship yeah, with Courtney, yeah, too. Yeah, it was so incredible. And Twitch did, too. And Twitch, that's right. Yeah, so it was... And Mark. <laughs> oh, my gosh, the four of you. That's yeah, right. it was a we, we had the most from our season on that season. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Mm-hmm. And then you guys also did that big stadium tour again. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they, they didn't... Um, yeah, they, they had some of the people, whoever they were going to choose to actually go on the uh, tour. Because I didn't go on that tour. You didn't go on the tour. Yeah, I know Courtney did. So. Yeah, I know Courtney did. But um, most of us didn't go on the tour. Like, not a lot of the um, hip-hop heads went on the tour. Um, but, yeah, but it was still such an incredible, like, season and show, like, that... Uh, that I think a lot of people then wanted it to come back because it, we brought a different element because you always knew that if you were going to get in our element, we had you. Like, hands down, yeah. we had you. You have to rise to the all-star mm-hmm. and maybe try and, and even top and it. And try even top of it, yeah. yeah. And have you been back, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, you've been back at every least season. once every season. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, every season. But you know, here and there, one time, yep. two times, whatever. So they would bring them in like, and out. Yeah, yeah. And then it would always be. It would also be about your schedule because I also started to get pretty busy with actually working mm-hmm. in the industry. So then there was some days I couldn't really do it, and some days off or whatever the case may be. So yeah, after that, it was just like here and there, one season, two seasons. Because they have after me, they didn't have um, another hip hop girl. I believe they had one. Um, I can't remember what season. Jesus, they they blend Mariah. I know her Mariah name is Spears. Mariah. Yeah, Mariah. Yep. Spears. Um, and that was the last, that was another one after me that they had. Um, and then they had the street versus stage and they had more choice, choices to choose from for ladies who do hip hop. And so they just never ended up, I guess no one ever really stuck in, in, in their yeah. mind to come and bring as an all-star. So it was just such a honor and pleasure to be able to be that, that, I'm the hip hop girl. Know, I'm the hip hop girl. I'm the girl that, you know, that's going to be able to showcase what these choreographers are trying to present. Yeah, and one number that I really want to talk about that to me defines So You Think You Can Dance, when we think of all those numbers, is with Jasmine Harper, oh, who is a all star with you yes. this season. Um, and good. Nappy Tabs. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's a photo too that we can throw up there. I have watched it probably a million times. Exactly. <laughs> it, is. it is. that one. I think you guys are turning around. Like, turn around. We have a little tilt like, to us. Yeah. yeah. Oh um, my God, that routine. Oh my God. How did you guys live through that? Because I know you went, you came back and did it during the anniversary show as well, didn't you? <laughs> it's not an easy it's number. It's not an easy number, guys. It's not an easy number. It was tough, um, but it was great because it was, um, it's, a, it's a bit, of, what's, what's great about coming as an all-star, to be quite honest, we are not only um, helping the contestant, but we're also helping the choreographer um, because there is a lot of things that I've grown in as a my own self and as a choreographer. You know what I mean? I'm I'm starting to now build as a choreographer, and then too was building, and I know grooves and I'm doing all this mm-hmm. stuff. And so a lot of the, so a lot of the things that you do, the choreographer asks for help or like, oh, what's good here? So there's it becomes like a almost like a a nice mesh of uh, collaboration. So like it was a nice situation of that with tap nappy tabs and I um, to make that that routine be it what it was to be quite honest and so uh, so all like the grooves and moving around like all of that was was felt so good because a lot of it was also something that we collaborated on and but the toughest part about that routine was putting the damn nightstand down I mean the the kickstand down (laughs) I was like we never got it right in rehearsals. Not even on stage before the show did it's we get it right. And that's how you start the dance. So imagine, like, we, we, we ride on the bike. 
<laughs> Come on up stage. Right. And some people thought I couldn't ride a bike because I wouldn't put my feet on the pedal. I was like, no, this is this is going to happen too quick. I'm not putting my feet on the pedal. Like, so, I know so, better. I know better. I know what happens, you guys. So for those who thought I couldn't ride a bike, I, I can't. <laughs> so, so I'm just like kind of scooting over there. And then we look at each other. We do our little, we do our part. And then we're supposed to jump off the bike. One foot comes off and then kick the kickstand down and then boy don't even try like right you only get one shot it's like an Eminem song lose lose yourself like <laughs> you, only, you only get one shot and every time the kickstand either bent and the bike fell over and we'll still have to keep dancing while the bike is toppled over in the back like how terrible does that look that's how <laughs> and then it's distracting and then distracting and then at the end, we have nothing to hold on to because you're supposed to hold on to the bike and be like, girls. So I always go to her bike or be like, or she'll come to my bike. Because you know what I mean? Like, it just never... There's only one bike. There's only one bike. <laughs> so when the show started and when we actually live, here we go. That's why we looked at each other. And I had, I think they actually even caught me saying something to her. I, like, they caught my face and I said something to her. I was like, you got to get this. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, when we both hit that kickstand, that was the first time it never fell. We went balls to wall. Like, And that's why it was... (laughs) I think, honestly, that's why it turned out to be such a great routine. Because our energy was, like, on 90,000. Because of how, like... Because it just never happened. And I was like, this is a good Emmy submission. You know, when you're submitting for choreography, this is the one you're like, we're putting this one in. Yeah, there we go. Bow. Now every time choreography. (laughs) Um, I just, you know, speaking of uh, season 13 now, I just saw Tahani Anderson. I saw her on Sunday. She was performing at World of Dance Live at Universal Studios. So Mm -hmm. she was in the crew and I was like, they're all grown up. They're all grown up. They're all grown up. I've seen a bunch of them. too fast. I was like, this just happened a year ago? What's going on here? Yeah, they're all like (laughs) taller than me, which isn't that hard, but it's (laughs) it's amazing to me. And I was like, it's so good. I was like, I'm going to see Comfort on Tuesday. It just feels full circle. Have you been able to stay in touch with her? Absolutely. Absolutely. It it, it comes in goes because i i'm always in and out of town and she's always just like working her little butt off but do we do we do hang out as much as we possibly can she had came to my new place and like we had did like this cooking show thing because she loves to cook and i love to cook so we we made this little video about like how to cook stuffed um peppers and um i taught her and she was like okay and i did the wrapping turkey bacon we did this whole thing and like yeah she she came assist me for sometimes for like certain jobs and so i'm trying to bring her more often I for like that. some teaching so she can assist because i always have you know kids in my class and a lot of them are her age and a lot of them feel like you know they they're not good or they they need something to they need an example to be quite honest and tahani obviously is a perfect example because yeah. she's your age so you, you can't say you can't do it you know she can I mean? do it you can do it you can do it yeah, yeah exactly so there's that that's that motivation and inspiration that's there too so yeah i love that and and there's photos we have them of the nappy tabs number you guys did together oh man and it's just the wall and you guys I, I, it breaks my heart even just looking at the the photo, honestly, because she's just like in agony. Yeah, no, we we both had a, a breakthrough on that because I told her a story of mine, and she told me a story of hers for us to be able to relate because we don't see each other on the wall. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. see each other in the wall, but we have to we have to be able to relate to the, uh, a mutual feeling that causes us to come from behind the wall, causes me to come from the behind the wall, and see what's wrong with my daughter. You know. Is am I too busy in my own head that I forget that she's going through the same pain? And so that's what we had to be able to understand what we have similarly gone through in life for real. And so that was deep because we cried beforehand and it was just like and it was it was great. She's such a she's such a beautiful spirit that she already knows, you know? She yeah. already knows. She's a very intelligent young lady. I remember saying to you last summer, um, I knew you were going to pick her. Like, and I had seen her on the audition before the All Stars had even come in, and I was like, "She's so so." You think you can dance? Like, yeah, there's she something is. about her that you're just like, she's everything because she can do all styles. She's got that personality. She's got that look. Like, yeah, it was just everything. And I was like, when you picked her, I'm like, this is so perfect. Yeah, I loved her. <laughs> I, I I I literally connect to bubbly, crazy personalities. Yeah. Thing, so, something that you just can't teach. You can't teach that. It's innate. It's innate. It's innate. <laughs> now, again, we can't talk about season 14. Right. Um, but I, I just want to say, and I'm going to say this slowly so it's very gender neutral, but I think that it's a great partnership knowing who it is. Woo! 
Yep. And um, but what I want to know, um, <laughs> without revealing anything, how did you guys go about the process of picking? Maybe a little bit different because you learned from season thirteen of like how you chose your contestant. Did you go in with a little bit more wisdom, or a little bit more understanding? We definitely had to go with a little bit more wisdom and understanding, knowing that there's going to be a couple of twists and turns this year too. Um, with also, the decision has to be also made from the contestant on who they really should choose or not, you know? Mm-hmm. So it ha- we have, they have a, also a big choice to make when we end up all, let's say, fighting for one. Like, you know, we make our, you know, um, our statement of how we feel like they need to be on our team. You know, we, we give our you know, little moments and talks and, and they choose and they have to make sure that they choose wisely as well because there's going to be a couple of twists and turns throughout the season that they want to have a partner, an all-star that can also help them carry, that help carry them throughout the rest of the show. And what I thought was interesting, the t- day I was there at Academy Week, um, you know, we were told, like, they really wanted you guys to even think about picking outside your genre. Yes, they want us to pick us out of Very genre. open to that. Um, and I- I've seen the list, and everyone is very highly cross-trained. So I wouldn't even say, like, that's so hip-hop, or that's your contemporary mm-hmm. dancer. There's a lot of people that you're like, they do this and they do this. Yeah. And they do this well, and they do this well. Mm-hmm. So um, it was tough. It's this a hard was, this one, this one, this one was really tough because some of us all wanted the same people, so it was just like the fight was real. Yeah, no, the fight was real. I, <laughs> like, it, I understand it got why. Real, real quick. Yeah, you know what I mean. And to a point where we all had to like have forums where we had to sit here and be like, "All right, guys, let's talk." Because <laughs> if you do this again, it's <laughs> like, my person. <laughs> And that's what it is. The the talent was so high caliber. I'm really anticipating a a very good season, honestly. No, it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a great season. I wrote like kind of a little highlight article today that's up on dancenetwork.tv. If you hit the news tab, you'll find it. But I I wrote some of your fan favorites and people that I love and people that I've followed outside of So You Think that auditioned and maybe even made it to Academy Week. They're not on that top 10 list. There's only 10 this year. Um, These are highly qualified amazing dancers and i was like that's how high the talent level was this yeah. season it's yeah. unbelievable no it's pretty unbelievable we were we were definitely like uh we were definitely you know taken back by all of it because we were just like how are we going to fight for this like how are we going to fight for that person cuz you want them but yet i want them and then yet we can pick outside our style so would that person feel comfortable with saying yes to me because would they assume that I'm going to kick them off of my team just because we don't do the same style? Right. You know what I mean? Like it's it was like a chess game that you had to play and be smart with with each other as a as an all star um, um, cast and as well as the contestants on the other side, which we couldn't talk to, so we can't see what their brain is. They just kind of have wow. to go instinctually with what they feel. That's amazing. That's really interesting too because it is it's a, it's a game of strategy but yeah. you have limitations cuz you can't communicate. You can't be mm-hmm. like, "Okay, so yeah. do we vibe? Do we do, yeah. do I get this good energy off this person? Can I spend, you know, 8 weeks with them over yeah. the summer or not?" Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be great cuz it's like the same idea of last season which was was what was kids though and now you get to do that with adults and so there's going to be a little bit more of a depth of part like to it where things can just go a little bit deeper with your partner of what direction like some of these choreographers go so I'm pretty excited to see how deep they go cuz I know they just can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> they're ready. Right, they're ready. They're ready. <laughs> well, I know you were doing so many things outside of um Outside of So You Think, I don't want to focus in on all of that because I love that you are moving into sort of more choreography, even more in terms of being a director. Mm-hmm. You just recently worked with Nia Sue. Yeah. I know, which I felt privileged because you and I had texted. Yeah, you were we like, we're trying to get some help on some like yep. locations working and some stuff like that. Working some things behind And that everyone can go and see it. It's up on YouTube. And yes. it's really just dance. Just called, dance. Yeah. And uh, or just rock, just dance, rock, yeah. dance, just rock. Yeah. Um, but I love Nia because I think that she's another one that's like she's a very intelligent yeah. performer. Um, so what was it like working with her and, and collaborating? God, her and her mom—they were just so beautiful. It was so. It was also. It was actually really great working with them because um, she trusted me. She just completely trusted me and this idea. And she came with most of the idea that she wanted to have like a school dance theme, and it was just honestly about me delivering. And in my head, I'm like, how can I deliver this? And I just put so, like, 
I just had a great team of, um, you know, people to help with that. And I thank them so much because, you know, we, we it was kind of last minute a little bit. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to do this and we were like okay me and her have the same manager as well so it was one of those things where i had also i had already directed a video before it and it was called united we stand together we dance where i did this thing where um i um i remade martin luther king's speech Mm -hmm. with my um, producer beat slayer and we did um we put the beat behind it. he made the beat behind it, so we kind of reconstructed his speech so it sounded like he was actually rapping on the track so it sounded like a a song itself did you guys film in north hollywood it looked like you filmed we were actually on martin luther king street in lamert park so we actually i actually wanted to do it in that area in that section because it has so much history over there and so much it just has so much culture and beauty over there so i just invited all my friends and people that i know of all cultures cultures size colors whatever and i wanted to do just this thing where we all you know you just all joined a walk together pretty much a dance march so she saw that idea and she saw what i put together with that and and was basically like yo i see the direction you're trying to go you you kind of put messages in your videos it's not very just here's a dance video he was like i have to sit and think about it and put it together and then they ended i ended up doing her music video and it was just so incredible because she has such a great like light to her that she's just you know when she gets behind the camera she's just like and she's also learning too because this is a different world as well because sometimes you want to be careful of um being the dancer that's trying to be an artist you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you want to be able to naturally you know, transition into that place. And because I am a person who does music as well, I knew I, I knew also how to speak to her, to talk to her, to, to get some of the shots correct or how we wanted to play off the story and stuff like that. So there was a bit of acting in it as well because I know she's an actress yeah. as well. So I want to just kind of showcase all of that. And she was just so open to it. And it was my first time, so it was great. <laughs> What were your challenges? Because there's always a challenge. You're like, I didn't expect this one. Um, There was so many challenges. There was challenges with um, production, period, because the um, the cinematographer that I used, like, (laughs) there were some things he just didn't have that I thought that he'd have. And literally on the day of the shoot, I'm like, all right, let's just wing it. Let's figure out how we can do this, this here. It was just so much that just was going wrong. And then also finding location and especially a school. And so it was just like asking, asking around, having like and trying to do it all in that same time while also I'm working and going from another country to like and back. And I had to I had to put a lot of the stuff on my producer and my casting director to help and just and I'm emailing back and forth from Korea. Like like I'm just it was just a lot of a challenge because I put a lot on my plate while I already had too much on my plate so it was like i was doing a lot of things at the same time which probably hindered a little bit of Mm -hmm. the situation um but but yeah it was it was a learning it was a learning uh situation all in all it was great it was something i can be able to have under my belt so i can say i'm not going to do this again i will make sure to have this and this on this situation like when it comes down to production because that's what it is it's just really about how you shoot it cinematography wise and do that person have that vision with you and so i just learned so much from it so now i promise myself i'll never do the same mistakes again (laughs) (laughs) like i got it i got it i got it i figured it out i wrote it all down on my piece of paper (laughs) yeah but you know I, I love that we now have dancers that are moving in not into just choreography. It's like creative directing, directing, mm-hmm. producing. I mean, you, you look at what Nappy Tabs are doing yeah. right now. I mean, they're taking over the world. They've got boy bands starting it like June 22nd. And I sit there and I think they really had a vision of what they wanted to create. And, you know, they're a team. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching other choreographers and dancers really do the same. What's your vision? Oh, man. My vision is I like... I think I think dance, art, and music, and even magic um, plays a really beautiful part in when it comes down to an experience. And I want to create an experience for people. I am a person that also battles, and I go around the the world to battle. So a lot of people stay within the this country, and I like to go outside of this country. And just because we don't speak the same language, dance is a universal language. And the battle world, um, street battle world, is where you can see people just speak their movement out loud. And so I want to find a way um, to be able to introduce that 
in some type of way and create an experience for that and be able to film that as well. Um, so there's it's a lot it's a, it's a lot to do and it's a challenge, but um, I just want to be able to just keep creating message. Like I have this big message on self love and mm-hmm. united we stand and um, things that are going around the world. So I'm not really that focus or into just doing things that are just irrelevant in the sense of just to do it. I wanted, I, I just needed to have a purpose. All my things, I just wanted to have a purpose so that dancers can have a voice and even in politics, you know what I mean? Dancers can have a voice yeah. in what's going on in our world so we can be smarter about our money and smarter about business and smarter about, you know, making sure you are uh, an entrepreneur in your own mind and, yes. and you know what I mean? Like, all of those things are very important so I almost even want to create, like, um, I have this idea of creating a company which is called Zoners and not Comfort Zone is is pretty much my company. So mm-hmm. I'm just kind of just building this empire idea, but I'm just, you know, focusing right now on the on how to do it and continue to build. Yeah, well, it's a great idea, too, because, you know, mentorship is very important in this business, and it's it's lost art form. Some people are embracing it more now, which I love, um, and teaching dancers, especially, that show business. Like, yeah. it's not just show. There's yeah. some business yeah. to it. And it's not, I know we don't want to do it. We want to do the creative. We don't want to do it, but you got to. You got to do it. And if you want longevity in this, in this career. Yeah, and, and navigating the media. There's so many things navigating social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you know, we are in a tough political time, I think, yes. for a lot of people. But this is when the best art is created. And I yes. lo- that's why I loved you know your the piece that you created mm-hmm. i think when you first tweeted out i was like this is so beautiful because it, it a lot of us feel uneasy you yeah. know a lot of us don't feel like we're represented right now right. and like having a moment like that like yeah. whether it's caught on film or whether you're painting or whether yeah. you're dancing whatever it is i think this is when the most beautiful things are going to happen absolutely and and that's what i want to do i just want to be able to create an experience that people can maybe walk into and and have a place that they can uh see everything and see art come to life you know there's a lot of a lot of dancers are now being able smartly you know um, collaborating with artists people who are painters and sculptures mm-hmm. and whatever you know what I mean just to be able to give your mind and your senses a full on like a great taste bud like, yeah, like, yeah you know, it is though <laughs> you know what I mean well it, it was one of those things too I'm like I kind of feel like this summer like I just feel like this buzz of energy because you know World of Dance is here and so you think it's kind of like back to the old format and I'm like there's so much stuff happening and yeah. I'm like you know and I, again I'm like I feel a little chaotic with like the political situation but I'm like I feel like we're gonna look back mm-hmm. and you know even 10 years from now and be like look at all of the cool stuff that was created this yeah, was because an amazing of yeah. moment in time because people just started to go I'm upset but how am I gonna take how- I'm gonna, how I'm gonna do it? Yeah. How how can we how can we show that we don't like this or we don't stand for this or we stand for this and this is what we're talking about and how do you do it in a tasteful way? Sure. <laughs> how do you make your voice heard? Yeah, I, do I, I don't know. Like, I talk for a living, but yeah. you know, you dance. Um, for other people, it is getting more politically yeah. active. For me, it's like I kind of want to like shut that down on Twitter a little bit. I'm like, here's look at this beautiful dance piece. Like, yeah. look at this. Because yeah. there's so much beauty out there right now. Yeah. So. There is so much beauty out there. And so I want to be able to to showcase the beauty as well as the self-love. Like, the just there's, there's a lot of kids, especially when I, with this season, like, I met a couple of them that were their confidence level. You just need to be able to pull people's, like, spirit up, and, you know. And dance does that with folks. So teaching has been a, a huge part of my, mm-hmm. my life. And it's been my own therapeutic like my whole therapeutic life as well is like dance and teaching kids or people to just kind of have you know self love within themselves while they're dancing so that we can actually see it and instead of just looking like a blank canvas yeah you know because a lot of people look the same everyone dances the same and it's like when do you stand out as an individual like how do you know who you are where's the passion we need to see it we need to see it because I mean that's what the world's about like right now and I think it's just like showing everyone what your passion actually is well, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. There's so much. I could have been here for another hour. I'm like, yeah, a Nike commercial. You guys, she has a Nike commercial that Tice Diorio just did. He yes. Chore- he, did he choreograph and direct or just choreograph? He just choreographed. Okay. Yeah. Like, so me, yeah, we helped. Honestly, it was a collaboration, too, because I was just running up the steps and turning and spinning and falling. And, and the director is Angus Wall, and he was absolutely incredible. And I, I didn't think that I didn't even know what the project was until I got it. You know what I mean? It was just one of those things where I sent in a submission and I knew I wanted it so bad. And so I just randomly danced somewhere and I sent it to them and then I got picked. And 
I st- and then I brought my track skills back. Like, look That's at what the, I was thinking. Like, it, this is what it, it happened. It was like a full circle. Like, I literally <laughs> had to put back my track skills. <laughs> no, but this is good. So you guys, you understand, like, things come back. Like, mm-hmm. you you can't, you don't always just throw things away and, well, that didn't work out. Things do come back. Like, I went to NYU for dance. That is what my degree is in. And I'm back full circle yeah. being able to, like, hang out with all of you guys and interview you. So yeah. it's, you just never know. So it's always, like, keep those doors at least open yeah, a crack. Yeah, just listen crack just a yeah. little bit some of them some of them and it's like, a great commercial around. yeah it's, thank it's you so cool it's san francisco so right yeah san francisco Ugh. the lion street steps oh that was amazing so beautiful well thank you for making the time today because i was just i was like i wanted to do this and i know you ha- were working on all these like really cool projects outside absolutely. of so you think and yes. we've got the whole season ahead of us absolutely oh and one more thing missy is coming back we have a show coming up real soon at the fyf um festival in los angeles do you know when that's on the 21st of, of July. Oh, July. Okay. Yeah, the 21st of July. So we're going to be leaving for that to pre- prepare for that soon. Because she just had auditions that were like 2,000 people in Atlanta. It was crazy. Everyone, it was so big that everyone was dancing outside. And, and Missy Elliott, <laughs> you guys, it's no joke. And you will say, like, she knows where every toe is pointed oh, no, and no. every finger. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, Missy Missy plays no game with us as, a, as, uh, as our boss. <laughs> and good. if you're her dancer, you will honestly elevate as a person and that's who you want to surround yourself with always always well thank you so much where can everyone find you all of your videos and everything else Okay, all where you can find me is Comfort Fidoki uh, at Comfort Fidoki. Everything I just tagged it as Comfort Fidoki. C O M F O R T F E D O K E, and that's it. Comfort Fidoki. <laughs> all right, you guys. Um, I will be covering World of Dance. Don't forget about that. That'll be happening on After Buzz at 9 p.m. Pacific time. And of course, DanceNetwork.tv. There's so many articles between World of Dance and So You Think You Can Dance. And we'll be backstage later on this summer, which is so great. And we're so happy about that. And uh, we thank you so much for joining us here at Popcorn Talk. I want to tell you next week's guest for June 20th is Luther Brown. What? Lou's coming in. Lou. I know. I was so Let's excited. He is all confirmed. He will be with us live uh, next Tuesday. So super excited about that. And you guys hit me up with questions. We had a great follow-up question to Tassandra's interview. If you have one, I will follow up with comfort because we like to get the facts. We don't want rumors. It's all about facts. And I will get that out to you guys on my 60-second dance scoops on Friday. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find me at Kristen Burt. We'll see you next week. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.